0: five four three two one i'm john Miglosh for the wdma anyway we're going to start out with a mcdonald's ad it's in french it's a musical but i will translate it for you because it has subtitles otherwise i wouldn't be able to and uh so it's about being locked in so here we go and needing food to the walls I want a McDonald's but I'm stuck here it's such a shame if I go out like this five hours of rehearsal is only the first act and I'm only playing in act four <laughs> me I forgot my lunch and dream of a Big Mac I want nuggets but not with that face I can't go out, I've got nothing to wear, the presentation is tomorrow and I've just started, I can't move, I can't move, I can't move. When you can't go out to McDonald's, McDonald's comes to you and then they show the app. What's interesting is that that subtitle or that thing across the end was was actually uh, in English, um, So, but the rest of the... I don't understand that, I guess. But anyway, I don't understand most commercials. So let's get over to the back story, uh, which is from, which is from, mm, 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 mm. well, there's two of them. That was the, that was the interesting part that I saw. Uh, the first one I saw was from Amy Houston, McDonald's to the rescue, created by TBWA Paris, Show different scenarios of not having anything to wear or being tied into rehearsals. The premise of this short is to promote McDonald's own delivery app the benefits of using it. And the commercial will be released at the end of the month. And here's Adland, which was um, last week, last Friday. And so uh, Ask um, wrote this up. Ever wanted some chicken nuggets but too embarrassed to leave the house due to that stoplight red pimple? Or was it because you didn't have a thing to wear? Uh, or maybe the twins have been hogging all your attention and you've really not showered for days, but you're really hungry. Fret not, McDonald's delivery comes comes in handy when you're stuck. And it was d- directed by Born Ruman, who has previously done qu- quirky commercials like The Power of Wind for Epirion. E- see if we have a link to that. Oh, we do. Okay. So I'm going to go watch that later. Right? But not today. Okay. So anyway... Not much written up by either of them, but I took both of them because I have to, right? Okay, here's here was an interesting article. The net's biggest problem, biggest businesses have a looming growth problem. Okay, the internet is tapping out, right? The core revenue pools may be approaching saturation now. Uh, digital, the 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 growth rates they were looking at were digital advertising, e-commerce, cloud computing ride sharing and delivery uh... and they have half the pace of twenty nineteen uh, most evident in digital marketing but not limited to that where traditional cuts of the market where where traditional cuts of the market point to a seventy percent plus online penetration rate in other words everybody's already on the internet so what are you going to do um, wayfair market penetration e-commerce penetration is over twenty percent probably will tap out at 30 to 40 percent of total retail unless they lock us down of course which then gives only the big boxes who they deem essential our only alternative in which case we might go online much more often now i'm showing excellent internet <laughs> Certainly feels like our e-commerce businesses are entering a transition period from new user adoption to retention and re-engagement. So we got to focus on re-engagement, right? Um, so Wayfair, as an example, is has an all-time customer base of more than 85 million. I think I bought from them once, so I'd be in there. Um, they're not they're not a go-to source for me. And I don't buy much furniture because I've already got a house and, you know, I I buy it locally, let's just say. The last thing I bought was a a wheelie chair for my home office. And I like it, but it's kind of coming apart. Anyway, so uh, that that's a substantial percentage of the total addressable households, of which there's about 110 million. So, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, now we're going to have to work on reacquisition to drive customer growth. And we don't think Wayfarer is alone. We should be prepared for a moderation in growth rates going forward. And they, of course, point to Amazon having, not too long ago, 30 and 40% growth rates as people were both adopting the internet and adopting online shopping and adopting Amazon. Okay, I adopted Amazon in 1987 or something. 1997, rather. Um, so they're, 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 they're trying to smirch into each other's territory. Google's got Pixel phones. Uh, Amazon is eating into Google's search business. Um, Google is running cloud computing against Microsoft and Amazon and Apple, of course. Uh, they can't all win. Uh, ben, this is funny. Ben Thompson wrote Peak Google. Uh, concerns in 2014, but the stock is five times more valuable now. Um, but if you look at Amazon, the law of lar- large numbers starts coming in. When you have everybody as a customer, you can only get more from each customer. And to do that, oftentimes it takes a higher level of engagement, which we're going to talk about in a second, right? Uh, the expectation, the valuation of Amazon at $1.5 is partly supported by expectations of future growth. Okay, and if the expectations fade, then the valuation fades. Valuation is a funny thing, right? What is this company worth? It's a great question. It's a great question, okay? Um, I think I got the wrong article. No, this is the right article. Crowning Achievement um it was about princess auto i thought i saved it as that but i guess i didn't i guess i didn't save it properly anyway so now we want to talk about another case study from uh insight magazine by canada post down here canada.ca slash insight this is a this is from a year ago and so it's doesn't have a qr code i think i think the newer ones have a qr code but they don't take you right to where you want to go anyway uh so princess auto is a private, Canada-owned retailer operating more than 50 stores nationwide with a thriving e-commerce site. Okay, the Winnipeg-based company offers a unique assortment of high-end farm, industrial, and garage equipment for hands-on professionals. Okay? It's family-owned since the 30s, okay? So it's almost 100 years old, right? So they probably got a boost from e-commerce. Jake Arida, the traditional challenge specialist at Princess Auto, says our customers love us, depend on us, and stick with us—not just year after year, but generation after generation. Those relationships mean everything to us. Okay? So we're going to hear about how they focus on customer reactivation. Right? Here's a mailing piece. Insert name. Did you know we're open 24/7? feature you don't have to you don't have to look on your phone okay um we have online but we have but we you can buy online and pick up in stores and you have easy returns okay hi person's name nothing says we miss you like an exclusive coupon say $15 I was I spent the afternoon Friday working with a uh with and working with that art gallery and we talked about Money off or percentages. I said percentages aren't as powerful as money off. This one is right on the button that way. Um, Limit one coupon per household and uh, not valid with other promotions. This is your code. Hope to see you soon. No QR if they wanted to go online and use it. So apparently they, no, yep, you have to go online. They didn't give you a QR on that one. What do you know? That's kind of. Okay, that's definitely an improvement you can make on this Princess Auto. Definitely put it right there. People like to buy on their phones. My kids do. Okay, so Princess Auto uses Canada Post neighborhood mail and personalized mail to connect with more than 500,000 potential and existing customers 26 times a year. So they're already using 26 times a year. That's that's, uh, every other week. Those frequent flyers, they're already using frequent flyers. Okay, this may be one I don't know um, and they become an important touch point, but if you ever if we ever missed a week, it would impact our bottom line. no question, our customers count on those flyers, okay, this doesn't seem like a reactivation piece during route, and I know I don't go to my true value hardware store as often as I might i was i needed I was thinking I needed something yesterday, but I didn't have a coupon, oh, I know a brighter light bulb for the for the uh, laundry room most of those most of the light bulbs are too bright in the led world and uh they do heat up so i wanted i bought a whole bunch of 40 watt alternatives which are about like an old 60 watt uh, incandescent bulb and um I needed a brighter one, but I didn't have any handy. And I was going to go over and buy some, but I just thought, oh, I'll pick some up next time I have a coupon. That's exactly what I thought. Okay, and I always pick up more than my coupon's worth. Okay, so they started thinking about, um, during routine budget planning, however, the Princess Auto team discovered a leaky bucket, a large and growing segment of customers who had not made a purchase in some time. Okay, I can tell you that Wayfair has about 60% of that all-time household list. Okay, so if it's 85 million households, right? Let's see, two-thirds of that would be about 50 million. Okay, 50 million of those households haven't bought in a long time, in at least two years, my guess. And it's not really a guess. I've worked with over 80 online merchants, in my career, at least. And I have done their circulation planning. And most of them have at least 60% of lapsed customers. The biggest the biggest area of opportunity is their lapsed customers. And you could do more with them than just go after, well, here's what they did. So they considered a, company, a customer lapsed. If they'd gone nine months without a purchase. And if they go a three year, or they go a full no, they, they consider them at risk if they've gone if they've gone nine months and they consider them lapsed if they go a full year. Now John Worth, I went down there to do a an assessment of of woodworker supply of New Mexico years and years ago with Ernie Schell. And we were concerned that his woodworking business might have tapped out. He was going after either professional woodworkers or serious serious hobbyists he had uh, sourced he had sourced equipment from around the world that was better than you'd get at Home Depot or something like that and it was like how many of those could there be well let's go quick okay so uh so we were concerned that he couldn't grow. Well, he ended up going into retail, opening retail stores, and and multiplying the size of his company. So our valuation was probably wrong. I admit it, right? Um, but the 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 truth is that he said, once a woodworker, always a woodworker. It's just that sometimes you have money, and he said that sometimes when people would start a project or like they just got retirement, decided to outfit that. That basement woodworking shop they've been or or build a shed and build a real one you know he'd get an order sometimes for forty fifty thousand dollars from one customer one time because they were going to outfit you know they were going to make up for lost time and I would argue that these people this kind of customer base has a similar profile that they're they're do-it-yourselfers sometimes they have a project sometimes they don't A year is way too short a time frame window, okay? Way too, too, way too short. And there's gold in there. You know, Cabela's, which we don't like to mention, but Cabela's also had this mindset. They would stop mailing you if you went with a year without ordering. But the problem is, is that their customers were seasonal. So a hunter, you know, the hunting season in Wisconsin is 10 days. I mean, the gun hunting. It's got some, that in general, 10 days. <laughs> so you prepare for hunting season, you hunt, and you're done for the year, right? You might buy fishing stuff, but you might not. Only, I don't remember, 5 or 10% bought both hunting and fishing with any significant amount from Cabela's. I think it was only about 5%. And so we showed them that people who bought high-ticket items would go dormant for a while, you could mail into those people. Four-year-old buyers of high-ticket items were more valuable than the hotline. There's a lot of nuance to this. There's a lot of opportunity. That was pretty much my business for 25 years. Was finding finding the needle in the haystack, right? Finding the good in the bad. And most of your file is bad. Same with Wayfarers, I'm sure. And mail has the opportunity to break through the clutter in such a way and be targeted because of previous purchases, first-party data, that it can really be effective, okay? And we had that experience with Woodworker Supply, we had that experience with Capellas, Um, and I'm sure it would work here. And I'm talking to another company that sells uh, car repair, do-it-yourselfers car repair, which I did some yesterday underneath the car. So, anyway, they decided to try and re engage with customers with an existing, if somewhat lapsed, relationship. Research shows, I always like that, whatever the heck that means. Research shows, no link, that retailers would do well to focus on this group because A, they've already demonstrated a need for your product, B, they're familiar with you, so you don't have to do a lot of brand awareness, and three, Their data is already in your system. Direct mail leverages first-party data. Excellent point. Well put. So they helped them put together a multi-touch campaign with three mailing pieces, three touch points. um, And they emphasized buy one or buy online, pick up in the store service. Then one featuring new products. And finally, a we miss you message and coupon. So only the third one had a coupon. I wonder if they bought before that third one if they got the coupon that'd be a good question depends on how fast they could update they said in here that they updated every two weeks I believe over here okay this is a guy fixing his engine this doesn't look like I don't know it's farm equipment probably that's probably a farm engine okay so two weeks until the customer either made a purchase or failed to respond, it was placed in the lapse category. The company pulled an updated list of at-risk customers every two weeks to start a new cycle. Okay? There's power, so they, they would probably not keep out that last coupon, no matter what. There's power in personalized messages, especially when retention is your goal, Arita said. Um, the messages are about them, not only about them, but for they're not only for them, but about them. Good phrase. So they were mailing twelve thousand at a time with this multi touch campaign. They got a twenty seven I don't know 0. 0.6. Yeah. I'd love to see your tracking to, to get to a third digit. Anyway, I I'm not sure if that's twelve for the if if the if that's twelve, you know, let's say a third. If that's four thousand of the twelve thousand bought over the three mailing period, you can do it that way. But most of the time I would I would factor in that they were mailed three times, okay? So it would really be more like a 9% response. Don't know. I didn't write the article, right? They had a win back response of almost half in, uh, and a third in these quarters. Uh, they, they say they generated 20 million in sales attributed to the formerly at-risk customers. Um, now, what I don't see, they said, let's try it for six months and see. What I don't see is that they didn't mail, at least some of the time, they should be not mailing some of the customers. That's called a control, a holdout. They should be not mailing just to see if it's the mail that's really doing it or that these customers are just lagging like we found in Cabela's and, uh, and Woodworker Supply, where they would come back eventually and they just happen to get a little boost. Can't tell because they don't have a control. So uh, happy to help Canada Post. If you want me to get in, if you want me to, your, me, my help, get in touch and sign up for the President's Day uh, meetup tomorrow. The Zoom link is on, uh, is on LinkedIn and on WDMA.org. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye bye.